Srimad Bhagavatam, Canto 1, Chapter 2, Text 30. Thus the Lord of the universes maintains all planets inhabited by demigods, men and lower animals. Assuming the roles of incarnations, he performs pastimes to reclaim those in the mode of goodness. Here it's described that the Supreme Personality of Godhead appears in all kinds of societies of living entities, either personally or through his representatives, to try to reclaim them back to Godhead. So all of you are engaged in book distribution with the aim of reclaiming those in the human form of life back to Godhead. So when you see an ant crawling around, you, you might be your comrade preaching to the ants. Or when you see the birds flying around, you might be a bird preacher, you never know. Reclaiming back to Godhead by giving knowledge of Krishna. And giving factual experience of Krishna Consciousness. As Prabhupada mentions, the Lord manifests according to the particular time, circumstances and society. Sometimes devotees see a difference that, well, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's pastimes and ISKCON today doesn't seem to be exactly the same. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu was such a strict sannyasi that he didn't even want to accept any bedding to lie on. He just wanted to lie on the bare floor. But our devotees accept not great comfort, but some comfort. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, strictly following the rules of a sannyasi, walked everywhere. But our devotees go in cars and planes to fulfill the mission of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, which is preaching. Prabhupada <coughs> spread Krishna consciousness all over the world in a few years. If he had to walk to America and swim across the ocean, then yes, it's not a very practical proposition. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu spread Krishna consciousness mainly by chanting the holy names. And of course, speaking the philosophy of Krishna consciousness in a very philosophical manner to very philosophical people and in a very simple manner to very simple people. In the modern age where most people are educated, at least they can read and write, Srila Prabhupada introduced a method of mass book distribution as the best method or, or the prime method of spreading Krishna consciousness. And by engaging his disciples in book distribution, he gave them the taste of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's mercy, which all those who are engaged in Krishna consciousness can experience. If you don't experience it, then you won't remain on book distribution very long. So, in this way, <coughs> uh, Srila Prabhupada introduced, of course, his his own spiritual master dubbed the printing press the Brihad Mridanga, but Prabhupada, he made the, he made the sound of the Brihad Mridanga loud. 
He made it resonate throughout the world. So I have here in my laptop open before me, maybe wondering what I'm looking at. Uh, I'm looking at a uh, Vyasa Puja offering to Srila Prabhupada. Just sent to me by my god brother and very dear friend Manida Prabhu, who I'm sure all the Buddhist Pujas are familiar with. I, I didn't meet him until just a few years ago, actually, but I didn't personally meet him. So when we met, we instantly became very good friends. Back in the 1970s, when, when I was distributing books in England, we used to hear stories from Germany of Manida, where his reputation as a book distribution fanatic was such that even though we were all book distribution fanatics and we were in England, his reputation spread from Germany to England for being a, a super maha extreme fanatic. Of course, we're using fanatic here in an endearing manner. Fanatic suggests someone who is doing something without knowledge and just attached <laughs> to something strongly attached to something without any proper consideration. So we could probably say that every materialist is a fanatic about material life because everyone is attached to enjoying this material world without considering properly. But that Manida Prabhu is still after so many years so much attached to this service of book distribution shows that his attachment was not fanatical in the sense that it was without knowledge, but it's with knowledge and realization. I just met him just just before Jan Mashtami. It's just about a week ago. And he was telling me he had made a very special journey back to the spot in Germany where he first distributed books, the, the street corner. And what did he do there? He celebrated his return by distributing books. And uh, he's, there was a policeman just there and the policeman waved at him and said, good luck. <laughs> Whereas in those days, the police would just immediately arrest you and you uh. had to run away from them. So he was saying that, I just wish those, I was just looking to see where the devotees that I was doing book distribution with in those days. If they were, they should be on the other street corner, just opposite. Manida Prabhu said that I was just dreaming that I could turn around and there the, the other devotees I used to do, to, they would still be there. Okay. So I'll, I'll, I'll just take some points and some inspiration from this Yasapuja offering that he sent and communicate them to you. How Prabhupada brought the, his, his followers back to life. His disciples were practically dead and he, brought, he gave them real life. He, he made preachers out of persons who were totally ignorant just a, just a short time before. He gave them the courage and the strength to go out 
and sell books to people from whom the the more the most common response was was, was uh, no and often very much against and sometimes even physically violent. When devotees first started distributing books openly in Russia, they had book tables and they had there were such crowds coming around to get the books. It was different in Western Europe and America. Because it was generally a negative response. But Prabhupada gave them the courage and the strength and the inspiration to distribute those books. Because they were convinced that this message is the absolute truth and everyone needs to get this. And they were convinced that by doing so they would please Srila Prabhupada and they really wanted to please Srila Prabhupada. So they went on day after day in the in the, the cold and the rain and the police arrests and the insults. <coughs> Before Prabhupada came, the, the Gita was something which only the armchair speculators used to read. You have a term like that in Russian? You don't have any Not such term. Exact. There's a lot of armchair speculators in Russia. Yeah. <laughs> I thought there must be some term. In English there's the term armchair philosopher. Means you just sit and you talk all big high things but nothing practical. Philosophy has no connection to anything real. Kicking the door open, this is lechavat. You should not kick it open. I saw a Pujari doing that myself. You can use your elbow, don't use your foot. You can, you, you can keep your foot for kicking on my head and otherwise don't put it anywhere else. You can put it on the floor and kick my head and apart from that, <laughs> nothing else. So Prabhupada, he uh, came among the hippies who were champion armchair philosophers all wandering around in a drug-induced haze, thinking, I am liberated, I am God, I am the universe. I'm the universe? You know, so. yes. Prabhu told that many years ago, the, someone came up to one hippie came up to him in the, in the temple at the Sunday feast and said to him, I'm very pleased with everything that's going on here. It's a good class, huh? I got a garland. They were just waiting to see if I was, if it was going to be a good enough class or not. So the hippie said to Vendra Srukrabhu, I'm very pleased by everything going on here. I'm very pleased at the way you're worshipping me here in this temple. So Prabhupada gave Bhagavad Gita as it is. You are not God, you rascal. Surrender to Krishna. Give up your demoniac ideas. Krishna's words were being used by cheaters who uh, spoke on Gita just to increase their own prestige instead of praising Krishna. But Prabhupada was a re real devotee of Krishna. He didn't speak Gita to try to impress anyone. But to, this is a play of words in English. It's not going to come through in Russian. But to impress upon them that Krishna is the Supreme Personality of Godhead. He was not living in a fantasy world of I am God, you are God, we are all God. But he had real, he was connected with, rea with reality. 
the hippies could understand that this uh, this whole materialistic society is just a, a big farce. It's not real. People are acting in an artificial manner. But they just went from one farce to another farce. Prabhupada gave the real thing. Devotees could experience that. When Prabhupada spoke of Krishna, we were convinced. Because Prabhupada's connection with Krishna was almost palpable. Almost palpable means you, you could feel like you could almost touch it. It's so real. It's another, another idiomatic saying. There's a lot of idioms in English. If you know them, it's, it means you have good knowledge of English. That's a common one. When Prabhupada said, pointed out how demoniac this society was, we could see, oh yeah, it's true, they're demoniac. For the hippies who were dreaming of Shangri-La with drugs and flowers, Prabhupada pointed out the ugliness of material nature. And sex, didn't mention drugs, sex, music, flowers. Prabhupada was real and he showed us the reality. He opened our eyes and gave life to our lives. We were victims of our own foolishness, but Prabhupada made us preachers and saviors of others. He made us his patients. He treated us with Krishna consciousness and sent us out to treat others, especially by the process of distributing these books. He urged us to enter the heart of Kali Yuga's bastions, the, the big cities and the towns and villages of Kali Yuga with these books. By sending us out with the highest truth in our hands to distribute these books, he gave us the process of Krishna consciousness, learning to swim by being thrown in the water. And by this process of book distribution, we realized the, the transcendental bliss which is being spoken of within those books. Prabhupada inspired us to, with words which we could have never imagined speaking. And Prabhupada inspired us to act in ways in which we could have never imagined acting. Working under Srila Prabhupada's orders to distribute his books, we came to realize the truth within them that these bodies are just machines. We are not part of them. When being engaged in book distribution, we came to realize the flickering nature of the mind, and that one, and that one who has conquered the mind, the mind is the best of friends, and for one who has failed to do so, the mind is the worst of enemies. By giving us the service of book distribution, we developed a distaste for for the temporary and became more and more enthused to embrace the eternal. Although we came to Krishna consciousness with so many material attachments, by the, the, the fire of book distribution burned them away. Seeing the mercy of flowing in, into devotees who distributed those books, and seeing the mercy of the conditioned souls getting those books, and understanding that Everyone who gets this book is the most significant event. They're on their journey back to Godhead. Devotees experienced how they're, they're living on the platform of reality, of real devotional service.
In this way, by book distribution, devotees became free from material designations because they understood that I am I, I'm fixed in my position as the servant of Srila Prabhupada. Srila Prabhupada is a great pure devotee with a very intimate connection with Krishna. So if, if by being uh, attached to him, then what do I? What need do I have of all these material attachments and designations? You all feel that? Hmm. Often people ask me, "Are, are you British?" Uh, <laughs> I, don't, I, I don't feel British. I mean, the passport says I am. But I don't feel. I, what connection have I got with that? Prabhupada in his passport. In the Indian passport, you have to write your father's name. So he wrote, Sri Srimad Bhaktisiddhan Saraswati Goswami. <laughs> Book distribution saves us from our Mayavad tendencies. It saves us from all these dreaming <coughs> ideas of spiritual life. All, all phantasmagoria, uh, am I this manjari or that gopi yeah. that uh, we, we, brought, we get brought to the real platform of, of surrendered service by That's carrying these books and passing them out. Book distribution forces us to be humble in the, in the most real way. This kind of artificial humility, that is not real humility. But to entreat people to take Prabhupada's books that is the sign of real humility. And every book distributor knows, as soon as he starts to think, I am distributing books, I am doing so much, I am so great, immediately Maya slaps him 25 times in the face. All of a sudden, all the people become demons. But when we are simply praying that I am an instrument, let me be an instrument in the hands of my spiritual master to distribute these books, and all of a sudden we find that we meet nice people and they start to take the books. Or sometimes it might happen that we're really trying and we're really praying and even then books aren't going out. And that requires us to really pray very intensely to Krishna. As Srila Prabhupada so many times stated and as we can experience, book distribution is the best way to benefit the conditioned souls. Because we might speak to them, but kamis are not very good at hearing, especially if it's nothing but their sense gratification. They don't take us very seriously. Some funny guy we met had some funny ideas and so on. But if they get a book, then that's solid philosophy of the absolute truth presented systematically. And even if they don't read it, even if they're not ready to read it now, they might read it even 25 years later. We're finding that nowadays so often. Someone reads a book like 25 years later. И даже если они сразу эту книгу не читают, они ее могут прочитать даже лет через 25, как это иногда бывает. It happened to me. Someone else bought a book, I read it, and then I came to the temple. Yeah. Or many people might read it. They, these Prabhupada said these books are none different from Krishna. They have their own ways to find their way to the people who want to read them. Book direct distribution gives us a very strong connection with the Guru Parampara because all the Guru Parampara, they were behind Prabhupada 
encouraging him to write these books. And we get the blessings of all the Acharyas by distributing these books. И распространяя его книги, мы получаем благословение всех Ачарьев. Book distribution takes us beyond material time. That uh, <coughs> it's because it's a fully spiritual activity. We we enter into the world of timelessness. We, we conquer death by performing devotional service. Our anarthas become revealed to us, and the method of overcoming them. Book distribution teaches us the. It gives us an appreciation for the value of devotional service and association with devotees. Especially, we we see how much the the conditioned souls are suffering, and how the devotees are so saintly to be passing out these books to them. In my uh, book on Bhaktisthana Thakur, I've noted that one of his disciples, when he first joined the mud, he's he thought that the the devotees, he said, they're like gods in heaven. But after some time living in the mud, he changed his mind, and he thought that rather they are much more exalted than the gods in heaven. Their their dedication to Krishna sets them apart from the common mass. Book distribution helps us, keeps us from becoming degraded. It's so easy to become degraded. Meat-eating, gambling, illicit sex, intoxication, they're all around us. It's very easy to indulge in these activities. In a second, we can become fallen down. There's practically unlimited opportunity to fall down. Not only opportunity, but propaganda. But book distribution gives us the strength and the higher taste that saves us from degradation. And in this way, book distribution gives us the spiritual strength to overcome Maya. By the mercy of the Acharyas, we are filled with spiritual strength. Book distribution makes us personless, <coughs> because as we appreciate devotees more and more, and we we take uh, we want to associate with them more and more. And we meet so many conditioned souls, and instead of seeing them in terms of their their bodies, we see the, the suffering of the soul. In this way, uh, book distribution makes us personless, and it unites us in in serving the higher mission of Srila Prabhupada. For several months before I, I mean, let's see, just just over two years after joining the movement, I relocated from Britain to India. And for maybe some months, I was on while I was in Britain. I was on a travelling party with two other same two devotees, England, England, before going to India. And we didn't speak much to each other because we didn't want to. We just spoke what we needed to because we wanted to concentrate and save all our time and energy for book distribution. We were very very focused, and only we'd engage in extended conversation at the end of every week or two weeks when we take the long drive back to the temple. But although we didn't speak much except to say, you know, like, uh, you know, here's some, here's some money for shopping or something like this, just practical things. We had a very, very strong bond, very strongly united. 
Unity comes when we have the the same goal, we're dedicated to the same goal. So really there's no need for any dissension in Vaishnav society. If the goal of all of us is simply to preach Krishna consciousness under the guidance of the Acharyas, then automatically we unite. It's only because we have personal agendas that disunity comes. So Srila Prabhupada gave us life in this otherwise dead world. So Prabhupada. Dead world of flapping bodies, as Prabhupada used to say. By serving Krishna in this world of death, we see Krishna. We see Krishna's hand in everything. Otherwise, seeing it through the eyes of sense enjoyment, we we are just simply staring at death. So Manida Prabhu, who I paraphrased here, is thanking Prabhupada for giving us this amazing opportunity to distribute his books and to become real devotees. Uh, what was that again? What he was saying? A thanking show, bro. Yeah, for the opportunity to, to for the amazing opportunity to distribute his books and to become real devotees. He writes, "Thanks to your books and the process of book distribution, we don't have to become victimized by our imagination. We can daily realize our real position as eternal servants of the Lord." He says that there is no way to repay you for this most wonderful gift but to keep on distributing the heart. Hare Krishna! Hare Krishna! Srila Prabhupada Ki Jai! Srimad Bhagavatam Ki Jai! Manida Prabhu Ki Jai! Samaveta Bhaktavrinda Ki Jai! Hare Krishna! Any question? You want to play drums in a rock group? Okay. Someone was trying to insist to me last night that you join his rock group to play drums. That he, he wants. Yeah, he wanted him to join. But I, I said, some so-called devotee rock band. But I said, no, he's distributing books. Leave him alone. I told him he's got more important things to do. Yeah. Uh, maybe you can say few words how to get daily determination to go out and distribute books? The best thing is don't think about it. If you think about whether or not I should do it, then Maya will provide you 1008 reasons not to do it. <laughs> so instead of having a, a daily philosophical discussion with your mind, just just like they get the snow, you take the shovel and you throw it out, that's all. So you get the determined your determination to distribute books by not even thinking about any other reasons why very good reasons very very good reasons why you shouldn't distribute books just don't even don't even think about it Maya will say just just wait a minute before you go out I have something to say to you and just say sorry don't have time speak to me when I come back Then when you come back, Maya will also call. Say, I don't have time. I've got more important things to do. That's what Haridash Thakur did with the prostitute. She came and said, I want to enjoy with you. He said, okay, but I just have to finish my rounds. I made a vow to chant so many rounds. So when I finish my quota at the end of the night, then I'll enjoy with you. But his chanting would go on all night. <laughs> so she had no chance.
Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna. All right. I'm finished.